This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Interviews. We're speaking to Barry Cunliffe, who's an archaeologist and has his unique, rather unique take on uh, post-truth as related to archaeology. So, uh, Barry, tell me, does the post-truth syndrome apply to archaeology at all? Uh, it certainly applied long before the word was even thought of because um, archaeology is based on very tenuous evidence, um, the, the reconstruction of the past based on little bits of data. Um, and just about everyone um, thinks they can create from the bits of data they know some vision of the past. And what we find is that um, we call them free thinkers in archaeology. There are people who um, build up some vision of the past that is blatantly wrong, but it's something that they desperately believe in. And uh, it's very difficult to persuade them that the specialist evidence, which we as professionals dig up, um, can uh, actually contradicts them. And uh, it's a syndrome we've come across a very great deal. People who believe in Atlantis, for example, this, this continent that is supposed to have um, gone beneath the sea, um, they, they refuse to look at the real archaeological evidence. And what, what we do find now is um, that there is a tendency um, for... Um, organizations like the BBC to feel that they've got to be even-handed in giving airtime um, to uh, some quite wild theories uh, about the past, which which professional archaeologists would all agree are absolute nonsense. So, is that is uh, that an attempt for balance? Yes, it is an attempt for balance, and it's a very good attempt for balance. Um, and uh, that is something the BBC is so good at. But but because. I'll start again. Because? It, it is an attempt for balance, and it's something that the BBC is extremely good at. Um, but I think it's taking that desire to be fair to all views much, much too far. There are some views that are actually based on real, tangible facts that are agreed by professionals. And there are some views which are, are blatant nonsense, which are based on nothing. And to give equal airtime uh, to them as though they are of equal value is, I think, one of the dangers that we're getting into. And that's actually turning out to be destructive because, as we are seeing today, even uh, with social media taking it further, taking such untruths further, which get repeated over and over again until they seem to be true, by believed by people who want them to be true, um, I'm asking you that in archaeology, it's been done without the help of social media over centuries? Um, it has been going on for a very long time in archaeology, and I think it's getting worse because of social media, because um, a repeated and oft-repeated um, falsehood um, soon seems to some people to be, be truth. And how can, um, in all honesty, someone who has read something on, on the Internet um, check out that as a, a, a valid fact or a non-valid fact. Um, they, they just have to take it on, on face value. Uh, as a question, uh, what is at stake? Why would people want to believe there was an Atlantis? Um, I, I think people want to believe... Um, uh, quite a lot of people have some sort of fantasy about how the world was. 
And when you tell them how it was, um, it is contrary to their cherished beliefs. And so um, everyone wants to argue to protect their own beliefs. Um, and it is, again, this, this horror of having experts um, and um, this, this denigration of experts which we're seeing in the post-truth era, uh, which is very, very frightening. Experts should be challenged, um, but um, expertise should be recognized. Thank you very much, Barry. Not at all. Pleasure. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.